Welcome back, Ram fans. This is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, everybody. Mark from Rams up here. We have a special treat for you this episode and next episode, actually. Tom Quartz sat down with Andrew Moore and Drake Wally, hosts of the Horseshoe Huddle, a Colts podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. This episode, we get their perspective on the Colts offense against the Rams defense. And then tomorrow, another episode coming at you, the second half of that conversation, looking at it from the perspective of the Rams offense. It's always nice to get input from the opposition. These guys have a lot of respect for the Rams expecting a close game. Check it out. Coming up in a second here, Tom, Andrew, and Drake talking Rams-Colts. And then we're going to come back tomorrow with the second half of that. Welcome to the Horseshoe Huddle podcast presented by Fan Nation on SI.com, part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Moore, and I'm joined here as always with my fellow writer, analyst, and colleague at Horseshoe Huddle, Drake Wally. Drake, it, it's we just talked about this on, on Monday, but the Colts 2-1 and one leading the AFC South Division standings coming back home to take on a Rams team that just went through a, a pretty big battle with the Cincinnati Bengals, but QB1 is on his way to being back. Anthony Richardson looking to start this week against the Los Angeles Rams, and boy, Colts fans are excited for that. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing really good, and hey, this is going to be – just because the Rams have a 1-2 and two record does not mean this is not going to be a ridiculously tough test. I mean, this is a team that scraps, they fight, as you saw in their last loss against the Bengals. They will they will hang around and they will not give up. And Matt Stafford can take advantage of young and you know unknowing secondaries that are adjusting, which is what the Colts have currently, uh, even with Juju Brents starting out his career great. But hey, I'm excited to talk about this matchup. I'm excited to see this game, and I think it's going to be great for Anthony Richardson's development. Absolutely. And, and it's going to be a fun game. I think I think this is going to be a really close matchup. Certainly, that's what Vegas thinks about everything. Uh, and, and I think it's going to, to come down to the end of the fourth quarter. It's going to be a very evenly matched contest. And now... Guys, we have a guest to introduce to you tonight. Uh, he's he's a friend of ours. He is um, with the Rams podcast, uh, another podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. Uh, you can go and follow him at Rams Beat on X, and make sure you check out the Los Angeles Rams page on FansFirstSports.com. So, joining us tonight to break down the game. Tom Quartz. Tom, appreciate you joining us here tonight. He's in his Rams gear. He's ready to give us his expertise on that team out in LA. Tom, appreciate you coming on tonight. Yeah, great to be here, guys. Thanks so much for having me. 
Yeah, and I, it's going to be a very fun matchup uh, this this weekend between the Indianapolis Colts and the Los Angeles Rams. Like I said, as of right now, according to DraftKings, the Colts are one-point uh, underdogs to the Los Angeles Rams. So before we dive into this, Tom, I wanted to ask you, just give us a quick overview of, of what you've seen from this Rams team so far through the first three weeks of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think the Rams and the Colts kind of came into this season, uh, you know, with, with similar expectations. I mean, certainly different for different reasons. Um, we have the old veteran quarterback coming back in uh, in Stafford, um, getting healthy. You guys have the this, uh, you know, highly touted but big question marks around Richardson, and, and he's proven out to be, you know, everything that and more. So, um, but there's a lot, you know, we both, I think, we're kind of like maybe five, five and a half, six and a half win prediction teams kind of bottom of, you know, predicted at top five, top, certainly top 10 in the uh, draft next year. And both teams came running out of the gate. So there's a lot of similarities here. I mean, our opening win in Seattle was huge conference uh, division game um, played the 49ers, you know, arguably the best team in the NFC um, top three potentially in the NFL right now, clicking on all cylinders, played them within one touchdown was with a lot of great performances and then last week with the against the Bengals, you know, I think everything was going well until our our left tackle went down, and uh, you know our our backup left tackle just couldn't just could not cut it um, against Hendrickson. So it was uh, that kind of changed things around, but still stuck within three of a, another team that's expected to vie for the Super Bowl. So uh, uh, you know, all things look good for the Rams, and uh, from what I can see, it's the same for you guys. So better than expectations for sure. Yeah, that's and that's why I think it's going to be a very close game. These teams are very evenly matched. There's certainly going to be a battle in the trenches that we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, so, so let's dive right in. Of course, what do we usually start out the episode with? Number five, Anthony Richardson. So Drake, I'm going to start out with you here. Anthony Richardson coming back tonight. Uh, before we do that, we have another super chat from the GOAT himself, Logan Schmidt. He says, Tom, respectfully, it's going to be a long day for you. So Logan talking smack in the chat. Uh, you love it. You love to see it. Our chat's pretty fiery, Tom. So you're going to have to get used to that. But hey, they're very respectful and, and they love the game of football. So Logan, we appreciate all of your support so much. Uh, one of the real ones out there for Colts Nation. But Drake, with Anthony Richardson returning, how does this affect the offense for the Indianapolis Colts? What do you think we're going to see from this Colts offense, and more specifically, Anthony Richardson on Sunday? You know, I, I, I can't find where the comment was. Okay, yeah, so Thirst48 said we are going to see a much less a much less handcuffed offense with Anthony Richardson back under center. That's perfect. That's what I'll go with right there because with Gardner Minshew, you do have the safer throws. You do have less risk. You do have more accuracy. And overall, he's, he's a better passer right now than Anthony Richardson is. But Richardson's showing a little bit of a higher ceiling than what we initially thought that he would be in his first year throwing the ball. Steichen's got him hitting good underneath uh, or good accuracy underneath and intermediate. So I think that you can really open it up with him because he can simply move like none, no other and Minshew simply can't he can get away from certain things but Richardson's also like we discussed Andrew shown an ability to read the blitz better than uh than Minshew did against Baltimore I mean again a safety and Kyle Hamilton had three freaking sacks in one game that's unprecedented for someone in the secondary so I think that you're going to see this offense really start to kind of open up more and more we're in the fourth game I think that if it hasn't been already it's maybe a game or two more, and Shane Steichen, I think, will have opened up the whole playbook to Anthony Richardson at that point. 
Yeah, I, I agree. And and I think it's going to be very interesting to see how Shane Steichen chooses to attack this Rams defense. And 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 Tom, I this is kind of what I wanted to ask you and get your expertise. Uh give me what what do you think the strengths of this Rams defense are? And then what are some of the weaknesses that might be uh that this Los Angeles team might have under under uh, a defensive coordinator who was interviewing to be the Colts head coach so this spring in Raheem Morris. Yeah. Um I'll tell you the the strengths of this uh, this defense are uh, unbelievably turning out to be our um, our secondary. Uh, it just it, it goes you know with Killa Weatherspoon, Darian Kendrick, Kobe Durant. I mean these are no name guys. Um, a couple of second year guys and uh, Killa Weatherspoon who's bounced around the league and um, is just playing fantastic. These guys are highly rated. Uh, and uh, you know then in the um, in the at safety. Jordan Fuller and a guy named Russ Yeast, another second-year player, late-round draft pick last year uh, that, uh, again, nobody's heard of. Nobody's heard of any of these guys, and they're playing fantastic. Um, up front, we have one really good uh, inside linebacker um, in uh, Ernest Jones. And, uh, and I, I, you know, our, unfortunately, our, uh, our, our weakness is up front, right? I mean, we Aaron Donald's up there. Um, we have a guy named, a rookie named Kobe Turner who's starting as well. He's playing okay. But um, on the uh, on the our run defense hasn't been great. Uh, we have uh, Byron Young, another rookie starting uh, and uh, on the left side. But on the right side, it's been a disaster. Michael Hoyt, he's a UDFA from a few years back. He's an interior defensive lineman that, you know, played some backup, kind of stuck around on the team. And then last year when everybody got hurt, uh, they put him in at edge and he played great. And he came back this year lost 20, 30 pounds, and, but he's just been out of position um, and just getting worked by offensive coordinators. So, uh, yeah, so that, that that's really the, the case on defense. Our defense has played generally pretty well, given how many new guys, like two uh, only two players on defense and actually two players on offense um, played more than 50% of the snaps um, for the Rams last year. That's two out of 11 starters on defense and two out of 11 starters on offense. So that was due to obviously a huge turnover in the uh, rosters, but also – uh, but also a lot of injuries and guys coming back. So, yeah, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of new faces, um, a lot of people coming off injuries and returning and um, just a really uh, heavy duty uh, roster turnover. It does seem like like there are a lot of young guys in that secondary. Now, Akella, Akella Weatherspoon, I saw today that outside of Trayvon Diggs, I think he is the 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 guy throughout the entire NFL I think he's ranked second in the league as far as passer rating when 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 targeted it's like 48 or something mm -hmm. so Witherspoon has gotten off to a fantastic start to this season and and I think because of that because of how the secondary has played you're probably going to see again a more run centric game plan for the Colts you're bringing Anthony Richardson back into things uh and, and you're going to allow him to use his legs and and get him out in space doesn't mean the Colts aren't going to throw the ball they're certainly going to want to try to test things uh especially with Michael Pittman Jr who had a big game last week they want to get Alec Pierce more involved Reggie Wayne the wide receivers coach today literally said it's time for Mr Pierce to step up and get more involved so the Colts are definitely going to test this 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 Rams defense. I think they'll probably try to move some wide receivers around, get some favorable matchups, uh, and 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 see what happens. But obviously, I think the main goal for Shane Steichen with Anthony Richardson in particular, try to get him into a rhythm, try to get him in advantageous spots where he can use his legs. But again, 
Richardson has to protect himself. Still, two games, hasn't been able to finish either one of them. Obviously missed last week with the concussion, and and from what I've been told, uh, was was very uh, was very hurt by that. Um, felt like he was letting the team down because he wasn't available. So we'll have to see how how Richardson uh, maybe changes his game a little bit, tries to protect himself a little bit better. But it's still all about getting that rookie quarterback into a rhythm and then letting him go to work. But when when you talk about getting him into a rhythm, that involves this running game or a running game with Zach Moss that. A lot of people didn't expect. They expected a huge fall off because Jonathan Taylor isn't out there. Zach Moss now ranks ninth in the NFL in rushing, and that includes missing the first week of the season. So, so Tom, when you think about Zach Moss and, and how the Colts have been able to do on on the ground, how do you think that the 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 they match up against this this Rams defense? So you said is it struggles a little bit up front, uh, but but I think overall they're about thirteenth in the league in, in rush yards allowed. Yeah, I mean, they're doing okay, right? And uh, it's um, really doing actually a very good job at limiting explosives. And that's what the Rams do. That's, you know, we play the, the two high shell, um, very, the very little blitzing uh, and so forth. And we have Aaron Donald, you know, as an anchor in the middle there. Um, and again, you know, we've had some other guys step up. So, but Moss looks fantastic. I mean, I, I, you're, uh, uh, you know, just obviously um, replacing, a, you know, top three running back and um and so but you know he's just stepped right into the role so uh so good for you guys i mean i'll tell you though i'll be honest if you're looking at the offense i am kind of glad we're not facing Minshew. i mean this guy looks absolutely fantastic and i'll tell you he would excel against um against our defense he had that quick release extremely accurate i mean that's exactly how the 49ers have beaten us i'm not even going to say the number but nine times in a row in the regular season. We did get them in the championship game when we won the Super Bowl, but, but you know, that's what, that's what they do. It's, it's over the middle. It was Jimmy G and, and, uh, and, you know, you know, now it's Purdy and it's quick release, very accurate um, uh, balls, all, all spreading it all over the, the, uh, the, the short, short and mid uh, range game. And, um, so anyway, I, I'm you know kind of glad Richardson's back in there. I want to see how the Rams do against him. First of all, obviously Minshew doesn't have the run threat, but uh, you know, and Richardson looks pretty accurate. Not as accurate as Minshew, but you know, he's he's just getting his uh, sea legs under him, as they say. But that um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they contain him uh, with his with his legs. Obviously, those two rushing touchdowns before he went out last week and just kind of trots into the end zone. So uh, yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to to see how they do. Yeah, and it seems like that's what most how most teams have been playing the Colts early on this season. Uh, they're they're afraid of of the explosive plays over the top. Obviously, with Richardson's arm, who can throw it a mile, and and his best asset when throwing the football coming out was was this deep ball so a lot of teams have been playing too high shell and trying to force him into those completions those short completions making him dink and dunk it down the field and just just being patient um and and so far we we've seen him be able to do that obviously he's still working out some things as a rookie so he hasn't been perfect but he's shown that he can do that now now drake i wanted to ask you this for for zach moss and for this running game Really, I mean, Zach Moss has done all of this while only playing one quarter with Anthony Richardson. So we talk about how Anthony Richardson really opens things up for these running backs because of his running game. 
how do you see this playing out with with Zach Moss having Anthony Richardson hopefully for the entire game this weekend uh do you think we're going to see just as much out of out of Zach Moss or do you think his role is going to be dialed back a little bit because Anthony Richardson is back well, I, I think that you're going to see his touches dialed back a bit because I think he went, he like rattled off 30 touches. I mean, that's yes, 30 carries know, last uh, week in Baltimore. I think he, I couldn't remember the numbers, but I think he's like the, only the fifth or sixth Colts running back of all time to ever even do such a thing. And we're talking about guys like Edron James, Frank Gore. I mean, some real dogs out there. So I do think they're going to reduce that a little bit. I think that after two games of him dominating like that and playing so well, the Rams, I think it actually helps him that he's got Richardson there because if he had Minshew again, I mean, there's a really good chance that you're going to see some gaps plugged up and they're going to force Minshew to just try to beat him, beat him deep, which he's not really that kind of guy, kind of uh, like was mentioned earlier, he's more of the dink and dunk and accurate per, uh, you know, type of quarterback. So I think it's going to open up Zach Moss. But look, man, Aaron Donald, as far as run defense, that's not his forte. His forte is really putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. But this is still a guy that can absolutely destroy any def- or on any offensive line in the league, any skill level. At, on any given Sunday. I mean, he can legitimately ruin your game plan. I mean, then you've got um, Ernest Jones, uh, linebacker Ernest Jones leads the team in tackles. He's the top rated run defender on, on the team. If Aaron Donald somehow starts to really give the Colts issues up front, that's another guy to look for right behind him. So, I mean, that's a one-two punch that's not really talked about a lot. You hear Aaron Donald's name a lot, but like uh, was mentioned before, there's not really the secondary. You don't hear a lot about them, but you also don't hear about Ernest Jones. He He's made some good plays. So, the Colts have got their work cut out for him, but I think after two solid games, it will help Zach Moss to have Richardson. But I do think that his carries are going to be diminished and pulled back a little bit. You might even see Trey Sermon take some carries from him just to lighten the workload a little bit. And that's that's honestly not a bad thing. You know, you don't want to run Zach Moss into the ground. I mean, he had 18 carries the week prior, 30 carries last week. I was there in Baltimore and and Zach Moss was grinding through that fourth quarter and overtime limping off the field. Like that guy was toast. So dialing back his carries a little bit, making him stay, allowing him to stay fresher into that fourth quarter. I'm sure that's that's certainly going to help the Colts. It's, it's going to take some pressure off of Zach Moss, a lot with Anthony Richardson back there, a lot of those RPO action uh, option uh, uh, plays to make the, the Rams kind of freeze just for like a half second longer. Uh, it, it really does have, have an impact. And, and, and while while we've seen the the rams as as tom said um we want the that they've had de- uh, dealt with quarterbacks that are more accurate kind of dink and dunk it down the field they also i don't think have have faced the quality of a runner uh in anthony richardson uh this season so it's going to be a tough test for for the the los angeles rams but it's i think it's also going to to be interesting to see how the colts really attack this as well and then this is this is kind of where where we move on to I think where the biggest battle is going to be the trenches for both teams. So, uh Drake, uh let's 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 do this. I'm going to ask you first about this Colts offensive line and and then I think Tom's got a question for you for you as well uh, about the uh, us as well as about the offensive line. Uh, let's just talk about their performance over this first three weeks of the season. And, and simply the question is, is the Colts offensive line back? Well, you know, I, I think that over the first three games, you've seen drastic improvements from last season. Um, you've seen 
really healthy improvements from Bernard Ryman, but also Will Fries. That's the biggest mm -hmm. one. Now you've seen what you expect to see from Quentin Nelson, from Ryan Kelly. Actually, Ryan Kelly, I think, at one point was great as the top center in the league. And Braden Smith has had some issues with uh, with, with penalties, but even he on any given Sunday is, is you know a top 10 right tackle. Now, as far as it goes with, with Aaron Donald, I, I saw a comment that really makes sense. They're going to put him over the top of Will Fries, uh, and they are going to force the Colts to double-team him. Mm -hmm. And even if Aaron Donald doesn't have a, it's a, that's the problem with this guy is even if he doesn't have any of the stats to show you, he's got a sack or two tackles for loss or this or that he disrupts your game plan so much that it will open up opportunities for other players to make sacks and tackles for loss. So you have to double team him. You can't let him be the guy. So I do look forward to seeing what they do with Aaron Donald. That's going to be their biggest test of the season thus far. Maybe even at the end of it, the, the most talented guy up front that they'll play. Yeah, I, I agree. And and Tom, I know you had a question about the Colts offensive line that you wanted to ask us. Go ahead and fire yeah, away. I, I, it's interesting. I mean, to, you know, to, you go back two years and with Quentin Nelson and, and we got, we played you guys in, in Baltimore. I'm sorry, in Baltimore, in, uh, in Indianapolis, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um, you know, two years ago. And um, uh, so, you know, the offensive line is fantastic, right? Just, and, and, but last year, what happened and and have they and what did they do to fix it and in other words last year it was it, it seemingly was largely the same guys and and you know i don't think Quentin nelson had a very good year and and so forth and so on uh, i just wanted to give um give my uh rams fans some background on that because that's you know always been viewed as a strength of your team and last year it, it kind of failed why did it fail and how was it and, and how is it uh performing better this year Patrick, I see your super chat. I'm going to get to that in a second after after we talk about this uh, offensive line for the Colts. Uh, but but Tom, I, I think where it starts out is is the Colts made a, a big mistake and an overcalculation last year uh, about saying that the Colts were fine with having Matt Pryor, a career guard, play left tackle and and trying to force Danny Pinter, who was a backup center for for most of his career, into that starting guard spot. And and both guys just vastly underperformed. Uh, Ryan Kelly was certainly had a down year. He was dealing with some things in his personal life that I think affected him on the field. Uh, Quentin Nelson, uh, you, you had Quentin Nelson who – uh, really wasn't injured, but when you're trying to overcompensate and consistently help that left tackle while also trying to help your your struggling center, uh, it, there was just too much on Quentin Nelson's plate. So about middle of the season when Bernard Ryman, the rookie third-round pick out of, out of Central Michigan, took over at left tackle, they inserted Will Fries into the starting lineup at right guard. The Colts finally started to get some continuity, and, and yet they did have to take their lumps because, like I said, Bernard Ryman was a rookie last season. Will Fries was in year two. Uh, this was their, really their first starting experience. They had to take their lumps. But towards the second half of the season, the Colts graded out, I think, as the 10th best offensive line, according to Pro Football Focus. Uh, so they they just kind of had to go through those tough times, kind of, like I said, take their lumps and 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 move forward. And so far this year, it, it seems to have really worked out. Bernard Ryman is, uh, is, is, I think, overall the 10th highest graded left tackle, according to Pro Football Focus, so far this year. Uh, I think he's 7th overall in pass blocking, has only allowed uh, 4 pressures and 0 sacks in 134 pass attempts. So 
to see him really come into his own has been tremendous. Quentin Nelson is back to playing at an all pro level Quentin Nelson where, and I think a lot of that is because he doesn't have to worry so much about overcompensating and worrying about that guy left to that left tackle next to him. Ryan Kelly, like Drake had mentioned, is the top-rated center in the league. We've seen a huge jump from Will Fries as well. And even with Braden Smith kind of struggling a little bit, maybe regressing to about average, it's it's still better than, than most at the right tackle position. Stats Matt coming in clutch here saying Nelson is first in pass blocking while Kelly is first overall uh, for, set, for the center position. So I think it just comes down to continuity, those young guys taking another step. Uh, uh, guys that were having down years are, are back and focused and playing well. And I don't want to underscore the impact Tony Sperano Jr., the new offensive line coach, has had on this unit, really focusing in on the details, not afraid to get on the players. That's something with, with Frank Reich's group that, that was an issue. Uh, and, and they're really focused in on the details and focused on their technique. So I, I think it's a combination of new coaching staff helping, but also just taking that next step in development with these young guys did, did I miss anything Drake or, or do you have anything else to say about that no you nailed it basically everything Andrew said and then you know you got to factor in that their head coach gets canned halfway through the season he gets replaced with a guy who used to play on the offensive line albeit a legend uh, then the offensive coordinator changes as well and, and you know Chris Strasser really had a, a really really rough season as the Colts offensive line coach. And with all this switching at quarterback too, you got a pa pocket passer like Ryan, who, as you know, when, when a quarterback, it's not like the NBA or MLB, we, me and Andrew talked about this regression for quarterbacks is overnight. Like, I mean, you remember Peyton Manning's last season, it was, it was horrendous to see. And so you saw that from Ryan mixed with a team that really wasn't prepared for his lack of mobility mixed with all this, you know, drama that was going on. Um, it all just kind of factored into all that. But I think that as many offensive lines that played well can kind of say, when you look back on their performance, it came to, like Andrew said, that continuity playing together, you know, knowing what the other person's doing when you have to block for yourself and your left side, that's not going to give you the best chance to win. So um, I think that it's different now. I think that there's a renewed sense of urgency to go out there and really play your ass off for the Colts. And that's what an offensive line does best when they've got that kind of motivation. Exactly. And and I think this is going to be a, a very, it's going to be a big test because how is Aaron Donald going to wreck the game or are the Colts and the, the rest of the offensive line, are they going to be able to take advantage of, of maybe a Rams defensive line that, that outside of Donald isn't up to par in talent or at least hasn't proven it so far. So this, this could be the big difference in, 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 in the game uh and and i certainly think this is why the trenches are going to matter so much yeah i want to introduce a special guest here who's uh wanting to get on camera this here is <clears throat> cooper pup cooper, <laughs> cooper pup that's awesome <laughs> this is cooper pup he kind of looks like him with that shaggy beard um yeah obviously uh i will get into it more when we go uh rams offense and uh and Colts defense, but uh, yeah, Cup's out at least one more week uh, against you guys for sure. Um, but uh, Cooper Pup's here ready to roll. Cooper Pup, that's awesome. My my dog's name is Cooper as well. Not not Cooper Pup or anything anything like that. But yeah, that's uh, cool. That's that's a pretty awesome nickname. We'll be back tomorrow with the second half of that discussion with the guys from the Horseshoe Huddle.
going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.